And welcome everybody to the Philadelphia Sports Alliance offseason roundtable number two draft special. I am your host, Ryan. I'm Eric. And we are live here at the Berwyn Tavern in Berwyn, Pennsylvania, bringing you our wonderful draft special as we always do every year. We're super excited. The draft is under a week. In fact, it is yeah. five days five away. Days. Thursday at seven o'clock. Uh, the Eagles have two first round picks. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, who the prospects uh, you should be looking at, what the Eagles uh, team needs are, who they may be targeting, and uh, we'll do a little bit of a mock draft uh, and see kind of how, uh, how our draft board shakes out in anticipation of Thursday night. Uh, Eric, I know for you and I. Oh my God, I'm nerding out. Like, <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is our absolute uh, favorite this time of the year. Uh, yeah. The off season is fantastic. Uh, but we really do love uh, the anticipation of the draft, the combine, the you know the the pro days. I have to say, the NFL has nailed the off season. Like they have figured out how to stay relevant twelve months a year. Uh, yeah, you're you're I absolutely mean, right. I mean, the the Super Bowl ends in February. There's maybe a little bit of a lull, but two then weeks. there's yeah. two weeks before the combine. And then yeah, the combine yeah. hits. You start looking at mock drafts. You start looking at the prospects. You start looking at where your your picks are, right. who they may be targeting. The mock drafts start to roll out from the experts. You start doing yeah. a bunch of mock drafts. It's it really is a fantastic time of year and, to And continue. anybody who talks to me at work, like say the hours are like six a.m. to like <laughs> you know like three, well two two fifteen in the afternoon, they can tell you I can sit here and rattle off with you guys who I think are slipping. You guys who, oh, this guy, I think he's going to be a top 10 pick. Oh, this guy, yeah, the Eagles might have a shot at him at, you know, 15. Like, I, this is like a time of year I, I just be, go, like, it's full-on geek mode. Like, yeah. it is, I, I'm a total nerd with this stuff. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. And, and, yeah, I'll fully admit I'm the same way. Yeah, I know um, you are. <laughs> you know, I, if, I'm, I'm all right admitting that I'm a little nerdy when it comes to, to uh, We've reached that age where it's okay to admit you're a nerd about something. Is it, though? <laughs> no, now that you're at the age, you don't care anymore. Uh, maybe you might be right on that one, yeah. but... Uh, yeah, guys, we are live here at the Berwyn Tavern in Berwyn, Pennsylvania. Please come on out if you're uh, if you're in the area, or even if you're not. Yeah, uh, drive down. We drive got, down. We got these automobiles; they take we you do. places. It's yeah, pretty yeah. awesome. So we have uh, we have all you can drink, all you can eat specials uh, for what twenty five bucks, right? Get a wristband, drink as much booze, eat as much food, come hang out, talk some sports. Yell, yell at us from the crowd if you want to even sit in with us. We openly uh, yeah, encourage taunting. We, we are not like the NBA, and but we openly <laughs> encourage taunting. <laughs> well, I don't know if I want to encourage people to taunt, but... <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. And, and we're getting booed. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> Oh, man. Can I kick him off now? Is that is that a, is that a thing? Yeah, one beer in, I'm already getting kicked out. Well, at least you're better than last time. You didn't spill it this time, right? Not yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's so, go to our state of the birds, and then I can just yeah, knock right, over the beer. Right. That's the state of the birds. <laughs> uh, but if you can't even you can't join us tonight, that's fine. Uh, please join us uh, via from your home or wherever you're at. Comment live. You know, just general thoughts of you know what you want the birds to do. Who you want them to draft at number 15 and number 18, or what positions you're thinking, anything. Whatever's on your mind draft-wise, right. please feel free to uh, to comment 
uh, live. Uh, real quick, though, I do want to uh, thank, we have a few uh, people to thank here. Yes. Uh, not only Berwyn Tavern, uh, this is the second time we've been but here. But again, thank you, Berwyn Tavern. Thank you, Berwyn Tavern. They've been fantastic. Uh, they, they hooked us up. We're in the upstairs all to ourselves. Uh, we got a private party going. Yeah, private yeah. party. Hopefully uh, more people trickle in, <laughs> a.k.a. your family. Right now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. your family. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we want to thank them. We're also streaming uh, live on the Painted Lines. Uh, so we want to obviously give uh, the Painted Lines a big uh, shout out. We partnered up with them. They stream on our Facebook. We stream on their YouTube. They're it's a, a nice great, give and take. Yeah, it's a nice give and take. They're a great group of uh, guys there. So check them out, thepaintedlines.com for all the shows that they do. They do an amazing draft coverage, but there's also articles and, and other stuff there uh, to keep you busy for a while. So check that out. Uh, also, we have just uh, joined up with a fantastic network, uh, Six Pack Coverage, based yeah. in Tennessee. Uh, they wanted the Philly uh, takeover. The, yeah, the Philly takeover. Our brothers at CEV Sports uh, and us at Philly Sports Alliance, uh, Philly based, have uh, kind of taken over with yeah. bringing all of our shows to uh, their network. They're a little bit more na nationwide, so you can visit them at sixpackcoverage.com. Uh, so they not only do, you know, sports podcasts, uh, articles, stuff like that, but there's also like lifestyle, fitness, food, travel, uh, you name clearly, it. Clearly, I'm the guy to talk to about the fitness section. Clear, yeah, clearly, clearly, me. clearly. Uh, so yeah, so check them out again, uh, sixpackcoverage.com uh, to see all their uh, wonderful uh, shows that they have there and obviously to check out our show. Um, so. Uh, and then last, but certainly not the least, uh, the official sponsor of the Philly Sports Alliance, La Terrain Matches. They are just an amazing, amazing company. Uh, you can visit them at www.la-terrain.com uh, for just really nice watches at affordable like prices. Also, like so many other accessories. Yeah, they have yeah. sunglasses, bands, uh, other stuff for the ladies. Yeah. Uh, so check them out. Use code PSA for site-wide discounts at checkout. Uh, I personally got um, uh, an Atlas watch in the midnight color. It is absolutely fantastic. I love wearing it. When, when I look at it, I think, man, that's got to be like a $300, $400 watch. And it's not. It's yeah. not even close. So, uh, so yeah, check them out. Uh, La-terrain.com. All right. Uh, so we did that. We'll thank a few other people later. Sure. Um, but yes, we want to get into it. Uh, let's start right now where we are currently with the Eagles. Let's uh, let's talk about where they are and heading into the draft. Okay. We're obviously State not going to the birds. State of the birds. Away. Yeah. <laughs> where everybody who watched the last uh, round table knows how I felt about the State yeah. of the Birds at the time. Right. Look, there's this is a team, again, like, I feel like I'm still emphasizing. They're a team in flux. We don't know really who they are, what they are. I look at it and I say, how are you? Like, every team, there are the four pillars of an organization. Right. How are you set at those four pillars? And those pillars, quarterback, offensive tackle, um, defensive pass rusher, and... There's a fourth one that um, – oh, wide receiver. 
God, wide receiver. Wide receiver has now entered into that. Like, if you've seen anything, I'm, I apologize for stuttering too much. But wide Sorry. receiver has now become that fourth pillar. Maybe it would have been a linebacker or secondary piece, but now, like, with the state of the way the NFL is, wide receiver has moved into that fourth pillar. No, I, I, I agree. Um, and, and just taking off of what you said there, the Eagles are obviously a little unsure of the quarterback. Position. Sure. You can't get a good read of whether they really like Hurts or whether they don't like Hurts or whether they're in the middle. But either way, they have done things that make you look and say that, all right, maybe they are a little bit in the middle. And they're, they are going to give them another year to figure things out. And I think it's okay. It's okay. That is more than okay. Yeah. But they're also setting themselves up for next year with the extra first mm -hmm. and two years from now with the extra second, a little extra draft capital. Right. After that trade for the Saints that, hey, listen, we know that the draft class for the quarterbacks are better next year. Mm -hmm. So you're going to set yourself up if you need to. You have capital to move around to right. get somebody who can be that franchise guy. Oh, exactly. And that's that's what they're looking at. The way they saw it is that Jalen Hurts in 2021 earned 17 more starts. Right. You didn't earn a franchise contract. You didn't earn the, to be considered one of the top-tier quarterbacks in this league. But he earned 17 more starts. And so that's really all he's promised now is 17 more starts, if healthy, obviously. Right. Uh, and then you go from there. And you know what? Maybe that's just the way this league's going to be now. Like, you're going to see teams – it used to be, like, even as recently as Carson Wentz, where you want to get out ahead of getting the big contract. So you're not playing from behind and then having to give them the biggest one. Now, I think teams are now going to say, well, why don't we hold off as long as we can before giving a quarterback that franchise-type contract? Well, yeah, I think I think any, any NF team in the NFL is looking to hit on that quarterback early. Sure. So that they can utilize that rookie contract. Right. Before they have to pay them thirty, thirty-five, forty million dollars, and, and then, you see things that then a couple of years later, a team like the Seahawks are having to trade Russell Wilson right. because they're saying, "Well, we're kind of maxed out where we are with Russell." And now, granted, he won you a Super Bowl, got you to another. Yeah, like I mean, he did his job. Yeah, he did. Franchise right, but but now you see that they weren't able yeah, to they, afford some of the other pieces. Right, that that, that, that crazy defense mm -hmm. that they had. Obviously, they couldn't keep uh, keep it up. So, yeah, that's that's the sweet spot, and they're hoping that you know they have that a little bit with with Hertz. But again, you know, he's moving into into. Well, now you're getting into that unsettled area where right. okay, even if like if he has a breakout year this year, he's right. going to want to get paid. Well, right, but he also has another year right that, before you really can, they can and, utilize. However, though, because he wasn't a first round pick, you don't have the fifth year. You option. don't have the fifth year option, right? That is that is very true. So, all right. So, so you said quarterback, offensive tackle. Where are we standing, offensive tackle? Well, I like where we're at with Mylotta, Lane Johnson. I mean, he's getting a little up there, and I don't know where we're at with Andre Dillard. I think it's time to say that maybe he's a bust. Yeah, I think I think he could very well be traded. Yeah, uh, on draft night. Oh, he easily could be. So, if if you're you're talking that, yeah, you have Mylotta. Who's young? Uh, who has a pretty team-friendly contract when you think about sure. it? And yeah, you have the aging veteran in Lane Johnson that you're eventually going to need to replace, but and you don't know how many years you have with them. 
especially with the uncertainty of somebody like Kelsey, who seems sure. like every year he's going to retire, but he doesn't. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I get it. You're going to need to plan to, to fix the, the right side. But mm-hmm. as of right now, I think combination-wise, we probably have the best two tackles in the game. Yeah, at least they're in the division, I would agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're pretty good there. Not, yeah. a, not, a, not a concern. All right, you said, uh, what, what's the next thing you said? I said defensive end. Defensive end, all right. Well, because you need a pass rusher. Like, that's clearly, yeah, the next great area. And I would say they're very unsettled at the, at the pass rush. Well, yeah, you have somebody like Barnett who has been a disappointment for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have somebody like Sweat who I you think thought he, is, he was going to. Yeah, you I thought he would break out a lot more than he did, yeah. and he hasn't. Yeah, Brandon Graham, who's who's let's be honest, when he first got drafted, we were very upset. Sure. He took a little while to develop. Sure. And now he's one of the favorite Eagles by many people. Yeah. But he's and also kindly so. Yeah, and but he's coming off of a major injury. That Achilles is not an old age. Yeah. And an and an old age. So I, I I think we've said it a few times where I feel like the offensive line and the defensive line are very mirrored right now. Oh yeah. You I have you have two aging veterans on either side that you're probably going to have to plan for this year and next year as far as replacing with Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham on the defensive yeah. side and Kelsey and Lane Johnson on the offensive side. Right. And when you see like the good teams out there, like we all notice the, the bad teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to draft something that they need right now. The yeah. good teams that you see out there, the teams that are playing in January and February, those are the teams that are drafting guys who – for needs that they're down the road. Right. Like when they look at, like, say, if the Eagles were thinking that way, they'd look at it and say, okay, we need a defensive tackle out of this draft. Yeah. Because Fletcher Cox, probably in his last year, you're going to Most be looking likely. to try to replace him next year. Right. And like, and then there's the question of Javon Hargraves. Like, what are you doing at that other defensive tackle sure. position in a year? Yeah. No, you're, I mean, you're absolutely right. You, you, you have teams that, or drafting for what they need currently because right. they, they do not have anybody. Because they haven't had a plan. Yeah. And then you also have teams like the Eagles who have been lucky enough to do that over the years. Well, and one of my favorite uh, scenarios to talk about with that was the year that they drafted Lido Shepard and Sheldon Brown when they still had Bobby Taylor, Taylor and Troy Vincent. And Troy Vincent. That, would, and, that might be the greatest example yeah. of a team taking drafting people and early – yeah, oh, drafting, yeah er- drafting early for a position that they already were ha- had amazing players. That the 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 starting corners and, and there were Shepard and Sheldon Brown went on to have sensational careers with the Eagles. Yeah, and it was all based around it wasn't drafting just for need; it was drafting for the what you saw down the road. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. And and I think I think the Eagles could potential. I think they set the they set the tone for that. They were yeah. one of the first teams to go out and do that. And I think you got a lot of teams thinking, "Hey, wait, that's that's the model to go yeah. after to follow." And I don't get me wrong; the Eagles have immediate needs. Oh, sure. And, we'll, and we will we're absolutely get into it. we will absolutely get into it. Uh, you know, edge rusher. Uh, you know, uh, well, defensive end, wide receiver, linebacker. We'll talk. We'll talk about them, but. You know, you mentioned interior defensive line. I can yeah. easily see them doing that. Sure. You mentioned offensive line. I can easily see them doing that. 
you know, these are and doing it on Thursday and Friday nights. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we'll we'll definitely get into it. All right. So next year's then you said wide receiver. Yeah. Now I'm gonna take this one for a second. Yes. Philadelphia Eagles have the potential to have a very good wide receiver in court. They have Devontae Smith, who we all believe was a great selection, who is going to only continue and grow. Now, you obviously had some setbacks. Rager, sure, hasn't lived up to it. Whiteside hasn't lived up to, to anything. In fact, he's no longer a wide receiver. He is now a tight end. Uh, or at least going to try. He's going to try to make the team as a tight end. You 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 have Quez Watkins, who's been surprisingly pretty nice, but yeah. it, but is what he is. Sure, he's a mid to late round guy, right? Who you gave an opportunity to, and so far he's done really good with it. Had one of the longest plays I've ever seen. Not really yeah, touch that, yeah, the ninety yard yeah. Uh, yeah, bomb, yeah. yeah. Uh, so so you also brought in somebody like Zach Pascal. Yeah. Who, again, is not probably going to be a difference maker. Uh, he's he's a nice. He's an all right yeah. piece, right? Yeah. You have Greg, the old reliable Greg Warren, who just is never good enough, but, but will but always. around the end of the year, you're always thinking people he's going to get cut. Right. And then he make, you know, he'll make a big play late in the season and be like, hey, wait, maybe next year. Will be next year, right, out. right. Well, he's, he's, been, he's been the captain of, yeah. of, of taking advantage of injury. Yeah, and that's the reason why he's still in the squad. But you know, there's a lot of people that that don't want the Eagles to draft a wide receiver three years in a row in the first round, and I can understand that mentality. Sure. And it's mostly coming from a mentality of, all right, well, you know, they haven't been that successful. Rager and Whiteside are still in the brain for a lot of Eagles fans. Now, granted, we did pretty good with Smith, and sure. if you can get somebody young with Smith. You have a guy that's coming in rookie year and a guy coming into year two. Yeah. And they're, you know, could be a good look, tandem. This could forward. be a huge year for Devontae Smith. I always say the biggest the biggest improvement is from year one to year two. Right. Because you, 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 you had, you had the full season. Full you figured season. some yeah. things out. You had the full, full off season. Exactly. So, and we'll obviously talk about who, who may be there and who may they may be targeting. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's obviously a need. Sure. Um, you know, for that second spot after Smith. So uh, we'll, we'll certainly uh, talk about that um, <clears throat> a little bit later. But I want to get into the, the official team needs. You, you were just talking about kind of the four-league-wide yeah, yeah. cornerstone of, of a team. Yeah. Uh, I call it the four pillars. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm actually going to bring this up here. Uh, oh, wrong one. Boop. Well, those are your wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that order. All right, so we're going to talk about team needs. Uh, first thing I want to talk about is edge rushers. Um, well, hold on, hold on. i got to call timeout here. I know, I know. Your first thing is not going to be – I was fully mentally prepared to talk about linebackers first. But right, let, 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 let's, let's talk every, Everybody let's knows my affinity for linebackers, and I don't need to shove it down everybody's throat all right. the time. Okay. Sometimes I like to take it back and – Sure, sure. Right. So – I want to talk about edge rushers, and I want to talk about the top five edge rushers in the NFL draft coming up. Yeah. Because at 15, at uh, at 18, very likely one of these guys will be there, if not two or three. Right. And they very well could select one of them. Sure. And I think if one of the top five edge pass rushers is there, 
I do think the Eagles will take. The, we all know Howie. Howie loves, loves as much as you love linebackers, and I love corners. That's how Howie much Howie loves, loves the edge rushers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the top five edge yeah. rushers right now. Uh, the first two, I think we can all agree, not going to be anywhere close to where the Eagles pick. And if they no. want any of them, they're really going to have to move up, probably top five. If not, I mean, Hutchinson right here is probably going one. He's going one, yeah. Timido could easily go two, three, four in that range. So sure. we're really going to have to trade up if we want any of those guys. Uh, yeah, the Eagles ain't trading up to the top. I, I don't believe so. So Hutchinson from, from Michigan, uh, Thibodeau from Oregon. But then we get to three, four, and five. Mm -hmm. Now those are the guys that I think are going to be in the range where we can actually select. So Jermaine Johnson, the second out of Florida State. I think he's probably going to go anywhere from that 10 to 15 range, but could slip. I've seen him slip in, in a few Yeah, I could see him going as high as like seven to the Giants, and I could see him slipping, like you said, like down to the 20, early 20s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, you have uh, George Karloftis out of Purdue. And he's uh, another one. I, I feel like all, it's Yeah, all over the place. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I really do enjoy uh, his game. In fact, uh, I would not be mad if the Eagles ended up selecting him or Johnson for that matter yeah, at, yeah, at, matter at, uh, at 15 or 18. And then uh, last, the, on Monday night, when you asked me, when we were talking about guys we'd pound the table for, Jermaine Johnson was one of those guys that said, for I, you, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then next, uh, I have, and I'm going to butcher his name unless you, uh, want to, want to Carloftis? No, 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 no. I already talked about Carloftis. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 uh Ibikiti, Ibikiti, Arnold, Ibikiti, Mike Tai. I don't know. The guy from Penn State. Penn State. Right. The guy from Penn State. No, nobody gives you the full. You know. Yeah. Our apologies to him and his family. See, last year we had was it Jeremiah Owusu Karamoa? Oh yeah, that one tied me up. I really worked hard to be able to pronounce that on draft night. And of course, the guy slips in the second round, so I don't get to say his name. Right, right. Live draft special. But yeah, so so he's from Penn State. I've seen him late, late first, early second. I don't think he's going to be kind of in the mix for for the Eagles. Not unless the Eagles are in a trade back. A trade, exactly. So. Uh, so those are your uh, edge rushers. Which uh, I would not be opposed to, by the way. Trade no, scenario. no, I would not be. Uh, next, I want to bring up is wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, so obviously we just talked about it, but here's the top five wide receivers in our opinion. Uh, and obviously the order kind of changes depending sure. on what you're talking about. Jameson Williams out of Alabama. I think he'd be Love fantastic him. with Smith. Yes. Just two, two Alabama young wide receivers. Absolutely. Uh, next, you have Garrett Wilson from Ohio State, who I think is probably going to be the first wide receiver yeah. taken. Uh, probably in the I think eight, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, Atlanta at eight. Um, I've seen. Spoiler alert for my mock draft. That's where I have Garrett Wilson. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Drake London uh, out of USC. I know we all. Uh, Everybody has the Nelson Aguilar. Right. right yeah. Yeah. We we don't we don't we don't we don't like uh, the Pac uh, twelve uh, wide receivers. No. I get it. Uh, but he's probably going to be in the mix at like from eight to like thirteen. Yeah, I, I, but I could also see him slipping. A I can see him slipping, but like eight to thirteen seems to be the sweet spot. Right. Uh, next, uh, Traylon Burks, who I really like. I love him. And like, uh, I secretly have like a like 
I mean, I really like this yeah, guy. Yeah, he's that, I think he could be the next Debo Samuel. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think he's uh, I think he's going to be great. And I think also he'll be there for both picks. Yeah. I, I've seen him, you know, in the late teens to, to late 20s range. Mm-hmm. So if the Eagles really do love him, they can even do a trade-back scenario, get yeah. some, some capital, and even still select Burks uh, out of Arkansas. Uh, and then next, uh, our number five is Chris Olave uh, from Ohio State, second Ohio State uh, wide receiver on this list. Um, I have seen him as high as the early teens. I have seen him as low as the late twenties. Yeah, like the Packers, he is one. Of, he is one wide receiver that I cannot get. I can't get a gauge on what the yeah. hell this league feels about some of these guys. Right? And yeah. No, I, I fully, he's one of them. I fully, fully agree. Um, I'm not a huge fan of his. I would prefer not to have him because I think he might be a little too similar to what we have already on the roster. Okay. So I would personally avoid, but, you know, who, who do I know, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> look, we sat here a couple of years ago and said we both loved Justin Jefferson. We, we did. We pounded the table for Jefferson. Yeah. Both of us. Yeah, uh, you can check the tapes, and uh, sure enough, yeah, we were right. Yeah, doesn't happen that often. Right? Well, and that's why we have to remember it when it happens. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why we're going to shove it down your throat whenever right. we're right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so obviously, I, I think wide receiver is heavily in play for the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Um, just because they haven't been able to, to get a free agent wide receiver in here that, that has that impact. But they have, what, is it three in the top 50? Uh, 51. Okay, it's 51. Okay, so yeah. three top 51. And I can see them going second round. There's a lot of sure. good wide receivers Absolutely. in the second round. Pickens, Meggie, uh, Dotson, Dotson yeah. uh, Pierce, uh, you know, there's Sky Moore. Sky Moore. Yeah, they're, they're all over the place. So, uh, for sure, there are some options. Uh, and the last one I wanted to bring up here as far as team needs. Now, these aren't the only team needs, believe me. We have a lot of them. Defensive back. I kind of yes. group them together um, just because I feel like they're – don't get me wrong. There's a lot of really good yeah. second-round safeties that I really like. Sure. And we'll talk about it. But uh, I just kind of grouped them all together. Kyle Hamilton to me, and we know how much I love my linebackers. Kyle Hamilton to me would be my number one selection if we were to get anybody. Over Devin Lloyd, over Nakobe Dean. I would, if, if, I, right, guys, if, you, if you're telling me, if you're telling home, me. This is one of the signs of the apocalypse. <laughs> he, he is stating he'd rather have a safety than a linebacker. If you tell me. I can have Kyle Hamilton, but I can't have Devin Lloyd. I will do that. Guaranteed. Yeah. If it was guaranteed. All right. Now, granted, I have seen where the Eagles need to trade up. I've, I've seen him go as number two. Hell, I've, I've yeah. seen him in Mox as number one, technically. Right, yeah, back in the early beginning right, right, right. of the process, yeah. But I, I've also been seeing him now fall a little. Mm-hmm. And I think mostly it's because of the devaluation of the safety position. But I've seen him fall to us at 15. Well, and I wonder, you know, we started off the broadcast, I brought, I talked about the four pillars of the organization. Yeah. And 
I wonder how many picks you're going to see in that top 10 that are going to be outside of that hill, those four pillars. Yeah. And I think that, you know, teams thinking that way, that could be a reason why you get Hamilton to fall. You yeah. talk about the devaluing of the position of safety. And, like, and that's where man, it's funny because the teams, like, you take a look at the teams that are going to be picking at the end of this first round, the teams yeah. that were playoff teams and championship teams, and how well set they are at the four pillars. That's why they're able to go and get, like, a safety in the first round. They're able to go get, like, a tight end somewhere in the first or second round because they set themselves up. They knew when it was time to start their building, they started with the four pillars. Yeah. And and that's why you see the successful teams don't have to add to this position. That's why you see people like Jacksonville, they're going to – I think they're taking Aiden Hutchinson. Spoiler alert. That's why I have going to Sure. Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I really stepped out on that limb there with that one. It was a step, it was a firm as a tree trunk, but I'm out there on that limb. I think the Jaguars are going defensive end in Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. And but when you look at teams like the Kansas City Chiefs or you know the Bengals who were in the Super Bowl, the Rams who won the Super Bowl, right? Like, what help do they need at any of the four pillars? None. Yeah, none. And that's the beauty of teams like that when you get to the end of the first round is you can just basically say, hey, listen, best, best available. Or, right. hey, listen, we have somebody that might not be here in the year or two. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a, a person there that, that fits the you know right. value. Let's draft them and, and build up the replacement now. Because that's that's just you know again a smart decision by by a team. But anyway, so yes, Kyle Hamilton's my number one defensive back. I'm uh, I'm at Sauce Gardner, uh, number two. Again, I've seen him as high as two. I've seen him fall uh, to the teens. I think Sauce is going to be somebody that we're going to need to trade up for. I agree, and I would rightfully so. And if he falls to somebody like the Jets at number ten, I would do it in a heartbeat. Throw him the third round. I really oh, think, I? yeah, I really think if you get either Sauce or Hamilton, it's a home run. It's a home run draft. You got to go up again. Derek Stingley Jr. out of LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy was super, super, super highly, highly uh, recruited. Yeah. Was was the clear cut number one defensive back and his, months and, ago. Yeah, and as well, in his freshman year, 2019. Yeah. Everybody said, man, this guy, when he comes out in two years, he is going to be number one. He's going to fall in line with the LSU defensive line. Right, right. And as we've, you know, seen Patrick Peterson, we've seen. He was going to be next in line. Yeah, uh, yeah, Matthew. Exactly. Like, he was that next guy. Mm -hmm. He's slipped a little bit, which could be to the advantage of the the, uh, uh, Eagles. Yeah. Watching basketball. Uh, next is uh, Andrew Booth Jr. I really out of like Clemson. Him. I like him. He's definitely going to be somebody that's going to be there or should be there at 15 or 18. Uh, really, really uh, hope that he is. Uh, oh, no, Daxon Hill. I had thought about Daxon Hill. Don't get me wrong. He sure, was in I the like mix, and I think he's probably not my number six. Um, I just like Booth and McDuffie a little bit better. Um, that's just my personal preference. Uh, but I would be okay with it. 
He is somebody well, again from McDuffie, Michigan. Yeah, Booth and McDuffie are both natural corners, and look, corners are going to be valued over safeties. Daxton Hill is either going to play safety or slot corner in the NFL. Yeah. And his ability to do both of those is going to help him a ton. No, agreed. But, uh, yeah, Richard, uh, I, I agree with you. He's like 5B to me. Sure. Honestly, you yeah, could have yeah. easily put him in there instead of McDuffie. And I think that shows kind of the depth of this group. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and like I said, I mentioned before, uh, oh, I can't spell Oh, now we got our crowd coming. Just literally just about to write down with What's up, Jeremy? All right, we got some people coming down. It's time to really get her Better late than never. Better late than never. Says I like Booth too. Seems he fits our scheme. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Well. Uh, I think he'd be a great selection, uh, especially if we're in the scenario where we might trade back from 18 to like 22, 23, 24 in that range. I feel like Booth could probably be in there. At nauseum, I know everybody's gonna have to hear me say this again. The trade back to Pittsburgh. Who could be coming out to look at Kenny Pickett? Yeah. Or, 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 yeah. yeah. And, we, and we could fleece them to him, them for yeah, something pretty decent. So. If they really believe yeah. the Saints are going to draft. <laughs> so, yeah. So, all right. So, the other one, and I didn't do a, a fancy little graphic. Oh. And I only really want to talk about a few it's linebacker. What? <laughs> I am shocked, everybody. Uh, Let's talk linebackers. Listen. All right. Have the floor. Listen. This is the year. If there was ever a year since 1979 for the Eagles to finally draft a linebacker in the first round, it's this year. I know it's not going to happen. I will get my hopes up like I do every year, and I will get them crushed. But Devin Lloyd. Should be there at 15. And if he is, we should draft him. He will change our defense in ways that we can only imagine. 
If we are going to trade up for Hamilton, Sauce, Stingley, which I understand makes a lot more sense. I get it with philosophies and with, with the value of the position within the NFL and, and our needs. I get that. But if we're not going to do that, let's go get them more. Personally, I think we should trade up from 18 to 10 the Jets. Give them a third, give them a fourth next year. And that should be enough. Get Hamilton, Stingley, Sauce, whatever, who's there. And then at 15, grab Lloyd. And if you grab those two, your defense, your defense is different in such amazing ways. Your defense is completely changed. Remember what I said in our last round table when I wanted the theme of this offseason. Make football violent again. That's and what I want. Make football violent. If you get Hamilton and you get Lloyd, I I I don't know if I will ha- I don't know if I can handle that. I really don't know if I can handle that. Or you have to try and handle that. I will. I don't. I seriously won't be able to handle. It. I'll fall down the stairs. I will. I don't know what. I don't even know what. I'll to crash my car down the ravine. I just won't be able to handle my. I I won't be able to. You've got to at least see one game where you've got you dropped it. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to handle it. It would be my dream scenario. Hamilton and Lloyd. Uh, and I'm trying not to get like vulgar. Sure, yeah. But yeah. I want to get vulgar because that's going to be that that is my dream scenario. For me. Yeah. Hamilton Lloyd. What about you? What's your dream scenario? Really? I gotta follow that. Oh, I, I oh, have to. I oh, have to. So. Yeah, I know. We already had some debris lost. Uh, uh, thank you, Jody. Thank you, Jody. Hide those. Hide those cards. Hide those cards. I blame you. Somehow. <laughs> Me? You're the one literally pounding the table for your life. <laughs> 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 All right. So what's what is your what is your dream scenario? Um, yeah, we. Trade back and everybody else do it. Make them. Force them. So, my dream scenario would be a situation where you're able to, I would say, trade back to the Okay. So, you have 18 and 20? Yes. Okay. No, no, I want exactly. I want exactly what you want. What do you want? Dream scenario. Everybody's on the board with the exception of like the top 10. We all know it's not going to be that. Okay, so my dream scenario. And you've already you've already traded, so you're at 15 and 20. I'm at 18. We're 18 and 20. Sorry. All right. Well, my dream scenario is that you sauce Kyle Hamilton to the ball of 18 to 20. Well, I said realistic. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so I made the trade. I want Andrew and I'll tell you what. I, no, you are one. I want Jordan Mailata. Oh, Moana, by the way, it's Moana. I heard him personally say so, Jordan Davis. Okay, so you want Jordan Davis at, at, at 18. Yeah. And who you take? That's not bad. I would take that. I think that's a win. I think that's a win. Because you have... 
you know, another interior defensive line that kind of takes over for the cops replacement. Yeah. And you know, whatever uncertainty about uh, uh, Hargrave after next year. Uh, and then Booth comes in and immediately becomes your number two with Slay. Also, I think. As much as we talk about the edge pass rushers in California, is we can get one. I think that's a position where you can get that in the second because this it is so neat. I think it's deep to the point where there's going to be some guys who slip in the second round. Yeah, should have been first. Well, well, think about the perfect example: a job. Yeah, you know, you have somebody that was projected in the teens, maybe even top 10. Yeah, he was born in my top 10. Yeah. And with his injury, and he's going to be out there year. But I, honestly, that would be surprising if he still goes for a foul. Oh, yeah. Somebody, somebody, somebody like Kansas City, somebody like Cincinnati, somebody like that, who can afford to have a, a, a potential top 10 player and sit. When you're drafting a guy, you're not just drafting him for that year. You're drafting him for the future. Four or five, four or five years. Four or five years if you're a first round. Yeah, right. But that's what you're drafting him for. So, okay, you say you're going to have a red shirt year. And then, but then year two, you're basically getting to a top ten pick in there. I'm taking that. Yeah. Like if Jameson Williams was going to miss the entire year, now that the projections are, he might make it back for week one. Yeah. Like, I mean, if he was going to be out October, November before coming back, if you're still getting a top ten wide receiver out of this, like. I'm still taking Yeah. Especially if you're going to guy for one year. This yeah. is where people get so caught up in, like, when they say, okay, this quarterback, he's NFL ready right now. I don't need the guy who's NFL ready right now. I want the guy who's got the high ceiling, the guy who's going to be the better player. You're not drafting guys who can give you one good year. You're drafting so he can give you a good career. Yeah, oh, you're right. And, but to play devil's advocate, sure. I mean, I think we can all think back. Drafted a certain Second round. From Washington, Sidney Jones, who was all intents and purposes. The exception to the Well, I mean, you're right. There are obviously exceptions everywhere. But what I'm saying is, we did the same thing, and it didn't work out in our favor. Sure. And no, I'm not saying. I know. I know. It's the same philosophy of not being afraid to draft another wide receiver in the first round. Oh yeah. Because you missed on Rager, and although. Cage all was the second rounder. You missed horrendously on him instead of getting DK Metcalf. You missed as bad at him in the second round. And I think because of who we bring up, DK Metcalf the very next pick. Yeah. Well, again, it happens to us twice. Yeah. I think a lot of people yeah, are afraid that if you you draft a wide receiver, the next wide receiver is going to instantly be an all pro. It's, it's like the Eagles curse. So if you're the team, <laughs> so if you're say what the Saints and uh, yeah, like say the Saints, yeah. say if we draft actually, gosh, it's the Saints both times. That really yeah. is. So say if we draft a wide receiver in the first round, that's Saints fifteen ten. The Saints are probably like, well, we need a wide receiver. No, we, we might as well, we might as well do it now. And the curse continues. Yeah. We better just take the receiver, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. I, if I was the Saints, I'd do it. I totally would. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, again, it, it's 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 hard because again, you know, you have 
Howie, who, who gets absolutely crapped on at all times by Eagles fans. And rightfully so. He's made some bad choices. But I'm not, I'm not ready to say he's the worst GM ever because he's not. And not every GM hits on 50% of their picks. It's just not feasible. Well, and every Eagle fan just remembers Only remembers the bad. And how bad the Eagles They don't remember how bad, like, you know, the Ravens missed on this guy. How many years in Detroit drafted receivers? Right, 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 exactly. So, again, it's all in context. The grand scheme of things, the fact of the matter is, you know, you're not going to hit this. This is how I know we've been doing shows too long. I didn't even have to say anything to you. Come on, man. Come on. I've only known you for 30 years or so. Almost 30 years. 25 at least. At least. Well, again, I wanted to. I wanted to talk a little bit more about after the draft. Yeah. <laughs> because as we all know, that once the draft is over, three days, you know, there's a little bit of a free agency frenzy of that third, fourth tier. Yeah. And there's some decent names out there. You know, we've been linked to a bunch of them. Tyron Matthew being one. Which I don't feel like we sign in until after the draft. At this point, it would be kind of silly. Jarvis Landry, another one. Outside, it's probably not just draft. If you're a prominent name right now, you should just wait till after. Yeah, I mean, it makes complete, complete sense. Yeah. And, but those are still two big needs that the Eagles have that they can And they've been linked, right. So, like, say if the Eagles don't get a wide receiver in the first couple of rounds. Or get somebody that they feel could come in and compete for the number two spot, right? right? Say they don't get a safety that could easily beat out Marcus Epps, who at this point is your starting safety, who at this point I think I might be able to maybe compete a little with Epps. I'm not as quick as I used to be, but I got fluid hips. I can do the, I can do the, I can do the fluid hips thing. Should we do? No. I don't know what you're thinking. I want no parts of it. <laughs> That's probably a wise decision. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I, I think there's going to be a little bit of a free, free agency uh, rush there after the draft. Uh, and even maybe even before, you know, day, day three. Because some of these players are, are in the mindset of, okay, well, you drafted – whatever, 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 those are going to be people that are probably starters or are going to compete. And now you're into day three, you're in rounds four, five, six, and seven. Those guys aren't going to be the starters, most likely, unless you have a severe need, <laughs> like Jacksonville or Detroit. But, and that'll allow them to maybe sign with the, with the team before that. I can, I can see. But what, I, what I'm saying is, you know, this offseason still has a long way to go. Is not only do we have the draft in a couple of days, but you also have the next week after that's probably going to be a little bit of a, a feeding trap to, you know, the free agents. Yeah, I'm trying to. I really nice that guy. 
one of the one of the guys in uh, Roman Tower like literally like hugged the wall so he wasn't be on camera, but he clearly could have just walked out of there. Poor guy. Poor guy. Uh, but we appreciate. I feel like we should just encourage them all to do that the entire the wall. So yeah. So uh, again, uh, we're having a great time. Uh, yeah, always a great time. We, we got a few people in the crowd. Uh, Mike and his buddy have been here for the whole time. Yeah. Uh, the Salvo clan finally showed back up. Uh, none of my friends showed up, which is great. None of your friends technically showed up. Yeah. I mean, I like to think my Yeah, but they live so close. That's probably the only reason why they're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, one buddy, and I'm going to shout him out. Oh, do it. Uh, he said he was going to be here. It's his birthday weekend. He can sit whatever he wants. Joe's not here. Yeah, Joe's not here. Yeah, no, I, I, have, I, I will now uh, break the privacy laws. Oh, wow. Well, well, I will say I want to shout out our, uh, our co other co host. Uh, Mr. Ryan Fitterman, who was going to be with us tonight, unfortunately uh, fell uh, a little sick yesterday, wasn't uh, feeling well at the time. Uh, so feel better, buddy. Uh, you were supposed to be commenting and uh, at least helping us out uh, in that aspect, but uh, apparently uh, you are probably sleeping. Yeah, it was the same thing as sleeping. I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I texted my buddy. So, basically, I come out from the first attack or down the first. I mean, he never really spoke to me, but he said, man, that's really what I want to do. It's my birthday. I should get to do what I want to do. And that's kind of what his wife told him. So, um, yeah. And he said, hey, buddy, we went out early and I drank too much. We're in for the rest of the night. Uh, oh, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he's the nicest guy in the world. He's and then, awesome. so do my friends. So, uh, yeah. Although, Mike, uh, my other buddy, Mike, he is, well, actually, he never actually committed to coming out. Like, each time I would, yeah, each time I would say something to him, he'd say it's a possibility, maybe. So he couldn't rule it out. So I can't blame him. That's actually really well played. He's a great politician in that regard. I don't think he did that on purpose. You know what? Well, no, I think he definitely was just like, I don't want to get a piece of this. Well, anyway, if you guys are anywhere near Berwyn, even if you're not, come on out to the Berwyn Tavern. We are here upstairs, live, talking drags. If you want to come on there, you just literally just come sit next to us. We don't care. If you want to shout stuff out at us from the crowd, that's cool. Hopefully not taunting us. Taunt us. Are you not entertained? Please, please go. Uh, but yeah, so right, everybody. A, big, a big shout out to the Berwyn Town for allowing us to do this. We always do enjoy having a good time here. Um, so our second time doing it. And uh, yeah, we had a great time last time. We partied. Uh, yes, afterwards, Eric will definitely buy your beer if you come out. Uh, or you can take advantage of our all you can eat, all you can drink special, 25 bucks, uh, and literally just go bring it nuts. Yeah, go nuts. So, um, one, it looks like a couple people have already taken advantage of that. We need more people to, uh, to take advantage of this uh, wonderful deal. Uh, so, we don't lose so much money tonight. <laughs> 
because we had to we had to pay them some tab up front. So <laughs> yeah, we're gonna lose a lot of money that way. Yeah, I, I blame Fenrir. Oh, this is all Okay. Uh, all right. So we talked about some of the team needs. We talked about some of the prospects of those team needs. We talked about great scenarios. Uh, you have your mock draft. Why don't you break out your mock draft? And uh, let's go through it. And, uh, you know, again, if you're playing along at home, let us know if you agree with this mock draft. Let us know if you think he's an idiot. Uh, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, I will literally uh, give you the, the floor. Uh, and you go through your mock draft and explain why you thought that quickly. And, you know, uh, maybe spend five minutes doing all that. And then I'll uh, look at it and tell you what All right. Okay. Okay. Because I. All right. Well, Ryan speaks for that. I will be the guy. Yeah. All right, Aaron, you're up. Okay, so um, the first pick is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Selects Aiden Hutchinson, defensive end out of Michigan. I don't think I'm. Yeah, I don't think I really need a whole lot of explanations. Big team lead, best player on the board. Number two, I have the Detroit Lions selecting Trayvon Walker, the defensive end out of Georgia. But this guy, he's a workout machine. He just ascended up draft boards over the last month or so since the combine. And I just think his attitude, his personality, fits Dan Campbell. Like, he's the kind of guy who he's going to eat up Dan Campbell. Uh, the Texans at number three. This is one of those. This is a wild card Texan area. I can see the Texans go a bunch of different ways, but I have them just simply going to the best player on the board, which I think is Kevin Thibodeau, edge pass rusher out of Oregon. This is a guy who, at one point, I think was projected to be the number one pick. A lot of people thought like he was going to be the best player in the world. I don't know what it is. I think the production just wasn't there. But, I mean, everything tests through the board. So that's my number three. And number four, the New York Jets ruined our dream scenario of uh, Sauce Gardner falling. I have the Jets going Sauce at four. The Giants, I have at number five going Jermaine Johnson, defensive end out of Florida State. This is the case of he's the best player. He is the next best pass rusher at area work with the Giants were the Giants. They were a pass rush heavy team. And that's why I think they're getting back to basics. And Jermaine Johnson's going to be their Number six, the Carolina Panthers, they talked about it. They want to add to that quarterback and I think they picked the first quarterback off the board next to Luke Willis. Now, a lot of people may think Kenny Pickett because of the, the connections to you know, Matt Rule. But I really believe that this is a case of Malik Willis, best quarterback on the board. Best player at one of the, the four pillars. I, I, I'm going to talk about that at nausea tonight, guys. Everybody's going to go home. The last thing they're going to think about when they go to bed are the four pillars. And this is Malik Willis going six to Carolina. What? Yes. And number seven, I have the New York Giants. They are gonna they're gonna have to go offensive line. They had to go defensive line in the first pick, second pick, they're taking Ikwe Aquano 
at NC State. This is a guy who's just ascended up boards. Like, he had a, the production was just there. He was the best tackle for NC State and for anybody, really. So that big way number seven, number eight, the Atlanta Falcons are going to go. Garrett Wilson, yeah, wide receiver at Ohio State. Everybody just seems to think Atlanta needs a wide receiver. And everybody really kind of just thinks he's the versatile. Number nine, the Seattle Seahawks. I had them going to Evan Neal. He's a versatile offensive line, and Seattle needs to build that offensive line So that's where I have them go. Number nine. Number ten, I have the New York Jets going with George Cowboys, Art Freitas. That's then I'm your new. And yeah, that being first there ten. I didn't want to do any trades because this is where I think Eagles would be looking to get up there because two names that really jump off the jump off the page of me that are available at number ten. The two names we've talked about. That's Kyle Hamilton, who I have going off at number eleven to the commanders. And number twelve, the Minnesota Vikings, I have taken Derek Stingley. That's going to be a disappointment if that were to happen. I think if that does happen, he was a rookie to try to get up there on the town and take one of those two. Number 12, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Number 13, I have the Houston Texans taking Drake London. Why do you see her at a USC? There's a reason why he was rejected as like the top guy. He's a great slot guy. He's going to break the way. Austin Davis, who they're trying to build their offense. This is a guy who's going to help you with the sticks. That's why I think Drake London goes number 13. Number 14, I believe it's going Charles Cross. Just building on that offensive line. Again, the four pillars. I just said this makes a lot of sense for us. Number 15, I have said I believe the Eagles want Jordan Davis. That's who I want to go 15 to the Eagles. Number 16, I have the Eagles and Saints kicking Chris Olade, That's who I have the Saints kicking 16 17. The Chargers and If things play out the way I have on, I could see the Chargers trying to push into the top 10. To take an offensive tackle, to take Evan Neal, but instead I have him this day since I'm not making trades. Trevor Penning going to the LA Chargers, and then number 18, I, I would be absolutely thrilled with this scenario because I'm sure everybody's looking at me saying, "Hey, why isn't this guy up before yet?" But Jameson Williams, wide receiver out of Alabama, pair him up with Devontae Smith. I think it'll be a perfect fit for the Eagles. Number 19, I have the Saints go. The Saints' biggest needs are offensive tackle, quarterback, and defensive end. Uh, I think this is our defensive line. I think they go Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle out of Georgia. Number 20, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I have going Kenny Pickett, quarterback out of Pitt. He stays home. He's from Pittsburgh Steelers. the New England Patriots, I have them going Devin White. I'm at 22, the Cowboys, I have them going Trayvon Burks. Why did you see Arkansas? Well, I actually love 23 Arizona Cardinals. This is like a trick with Duffy. Washington, 24, Boone, the Dallas Cowboys. 
He's a nice player. And he'd be great to get next to Trayvon Diggs. Number 25, this is a luxury that we love the Bills, the only running back I have going over the board, and that's Bruce Hall from Iowa State. I have him going to Buffalo Bills at 25. 26, the Tennessee Titans take the Kobe D. This guy just deserves to be He needs to be Twenty-seven. I have the Bucks going Zion Johnson, offensive guard. They're going to want to build that offensive line. Number twenty-eight, the Packers. I have gone Dax Hill, the safety out of Michigan. Chiefs at twenty-nine. Joe Johan Johnson, thirty-eight. Chiefs. We talked about possibly going with one of these edge pass rushers. David Ojabu out of Michigan. I think just stay in the first round. Goes to the Buffalo Bills. I'm sorry, the City Chiefs at 30. 31. I have the only tight end going up the board in the first round. Trent Brock. And my reason being, this is kind of a, I don't want to say a one point pick, but this is what Bengals looking at. They probably think he's the best tight end. I know the tight ends get kind of a weird way of being projected in the first round. I just think this might be a sneaky spot where the Bengals say, okay, do we want to take the seventh best or eighth best uh, pass rusher, the ninth best you know, offensive tackle, just got a guy being the best in position and pride. And like, I just think anything that he's been asked to do, he's just not down the bar. He fight for Colorado State. And number 32, wrapping up the first round. Now, I do think there's a good chance at the back end of this draft we see three four rounds. Sure, that's what we always do, yeah. And but right now, if they're staying, everybody's looking at their picks. I have Kyler Gordon going to the back corner from Washington. Another guy who kind of fits that Dave Campbell style, right? Like, he's like, nice to do like what I like, I put up. Well, obviously, I don't get to watch tape. I watch YouTube right now. This guy's just a fucker. Like he's just nasty. He plays with an edge. He plays with an edge, and that just reminds me of Dave Campbell type. I think whether it be a thirty-two or another spot, like in the second round, I think Kyler Gordon is a guy that plays the line. Yeah, I I I agree with you there. And in that mindset, you know, it reminded me. Of uh, a wide receiver that's been projected to go in the second round, probably before the Eagles uh, select, but uh, it would be somebody I would love for the either fall or for them to trade up for. And that's George Pickens out of Georgia. Yes, that that guy is a feisty wide receiver, and I think with the combination of, of him with Devontae Smith. Getting him in the second round, you know, especially if you go defense, defense in the first round for the Eagles, and going for the wide receiver there in the second. I think that could be a home run top three pick, especially if you're, if you're hitting uh, good defensive players in the first round. Now, I know you stepped out. If you want me to bring up my first round. Uh, so who did you have the Eagles take? I had them going Jameson Williams and Jordan Davis. So Jordan Davis was our sixth, was uh, the big at Okay, so it went Davis and then Williams. Yeah, Williams at 18. Okay. Where uh, where did you have uh, 
Kyle Hamilton. See, I had Kyle Hamilton ended up dropping out of the top ten. Oh, that would kill me. Yeah. Okay, what about and Sauce? Was, uh, oh, Sauce went where? I had Sauce going forward. Forward to the Jets, okay. Uh, what about my boy? Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd. Yeah, I swear, I swear. Okay, I'll tell you this right now. And I don't know, I wasn't here, I didn't hear it. But if Devin Lloyd goes after number 18, I'm going to smack you. Where'd he go? Where did Dean go? 26? Uh, yeah, it's Tennessee. Tennessee? Okay. That makes sense. Uh, they both need linebackers. Uh, but yeah, I would be hard. I, 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 I positioned myself. I was going to let you do it. Uh, we'll wait for it off the air to just officially smack the shit out of you. Um, but yeah, so uh, there's Eric's mock draft. Uh, I was. Uh, you want to look at it? I'm proud of this. Oh, are you now? Pretty proud? Proud of him. Yeah. All right, let's I don't see. know if I pronounce it. Hudson Thibodeau, Sauce, Jermaine Johnson. Fine. Yeah. Wow, that's hot. But, yeah. Okay. I just had the Giants going with the trenches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willis, Quano, uh, Wilson, Neal, Loftus, Hamilton, Stingley, London, Cross, that's pretty par for the course. Pick uh, it to the Steelers. Uh, Trayvon Burks to the Packers. That makes sense. Uh, uh, yeah. It all looks pretty pretty decent. Uh, Bryce Hall, though, to the Bills. Wow. It's a luxury pick. I think if anybody's going to take a running back in the first round, the Bills make the most sense. I will tell you this right now. I don't see a scenario where a running back or a tight end goes in the first round. I just don't see it. Okay. Crazier things have happened. We all know. I wanted to take a couple swings. With yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't want it to just be, you know, Bucky's mock draft or yeah, I'm not I wanted it to be a little different. I didn't want to go with the NJD. But... Yeah, well, that guy's out. What's the, uh, the There's a term used in a movie, uh, Tropic Thunder, where they say, don't go full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's and aggressive. And I don't want to go. Instead, I'm going to say, don't go full NJD. And I love MGD. I actually think he's a great guy to watch. Oh, I don't. See, I, I, hate, I hate his guts. I think he's entertaining. No, I I absolutely hate his guts. Um, yeah, and he's the type. Hey, Uncle Nick, what up? Oh, Uncle Nick in the house. All right. All right more, so, more family, no friends. <laughs> all you need is family. All right. So I'll, I'll count those two with me. <laughs> well, I think that's, that's Okay, good. At least I get somebody, right? I couldn't even get my own, our own co host. <laughs> yeah, right. I would count him. So. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we talk a little bit more? Why don't we do our own, like, back and forth? Okay, we can do that. So we will each be the GMs. Um, or before we get to that, maybe we'll talk about possible trade situations. Now, obviously, I have looked at nauseum with those Steelers and straight partners. 
Yeah. You know, if that's an area, Sarah, I laid out. Let's just say that's the way the top 10 goes. Okay, we're at not, well, let's just say the first nine. So, number 10, you're still there in Stingley and Hamilton. They're both sitting there. Because they each survived the 12. Because I think they're both going at 11 and 12. Yeah, I can, I can agree to that. What are you willing to do to get up there to get one of those guys? To 10? Yes. I think, honestly, our, our third pick, number 83, I think should be enough. So the Jets come back to you and say, look, man, you're going to have to add some balls Six rounder? If they say to you right now, okay, we want, obviously, pick 15. Right. And we want the third rounder. Oh, I'll do that in a heartbeat. I'll do that in a heartbeat. But that's what it takes. I'm, I'm in. I'm 100% in on that. So, all right. So, we want to do, uh, we'll do a little uh, mock draft where we'll take uh, everybody. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Out of this. Start a mock draft. And we'll make our case for each one. Uh, we'll just do, let's say, actually, I'll just do the first three rounds. Uh, doesn't really matter the speed. Alright. Uh, do you want to go first? Okay. Alright. Okay. Uh, as number two, I honestly think that they should go. I know it's not necessarily sexy, but I don't think they think that Jared Goff is a franchise guy. So I'm going to go Malik Willis. Yeah. All right. I did not see that coming. Okay, you have Houston. Trayvon Walker. Okay, Trayvon Walker. Let's see, the Jets. Jets have a lot of need as well. Uh, I don't know how they pass on Thibodeau. I think he's just a great prospect. That's an absolutely. And considering they have two top ten picks, I feel like they can have the luxury of doing it. All right, Giants, you're up. Giants, this has got to be a case. Uh, I just want to make sure you don't stay at the top of the offensive tackle. I know, okay. Uh, Especially since you did have the quarterback. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to do it again. I'm going to go pick it here. All right. I honestly think all of the things that we've been hearing are mostly smokescreen. And these two franchises need a quarterback. So. All right. You're back on the Giants again. <laughs> Alright, so I already got the offensive line taken care of, so this has got to be my defense. Yeah, I'm going to Johnson. Okay. Well, so they still in your mind, you got to have a big player. 
I have their footlights. Yeah. All right. Um, there's a lot of positions we can go here. I, I think I think they really are focused on wide receiver. I'm gonna go Garrett Wilson. Seattle. I have been going. Oh, wow. Okay. Jets. I don't see how the Jets pass on Sauce Gardner. I mean, especially if he falls. All right, Washington, you. I'm sorry, Philadelphia. All right. Uh, Minnesota is me. Well, yeah, okay. All right. um, well, you, you took who I really wanted in Hamilton for Minnesota. Uh, I think the next available person of, of need, I think, might be Jordan Davis. All right, you're Houston again. Why are you going to make me do this? <laughs> Killing me, bro. All right. Uh, I know. All right, so who do they need? Yeah, they can use offensive. Yeah, actually, that's not a bad idea. Uh, I think I'm going to go Karloftis. Okay. All right. Eagles are on the board. We have a couple wide receivers here, London and Williams. Uh, we have some, you know, offensive linemen. We have Wyatt. We have McDuffie. We have Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd. Who do you think? I'd like to take See, I would say Williams. Williams my second choice. All right, let's go, Williams. All right, Saints. Do we go wide receiver or do we go quarterback here? I personally think we should go Drake London. To Saints? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know they probably would love to go offensive line there. This is where I think the Chargers go the offensive line, so we get Charles Cross. Yeah, you are the Chargers. Uh, we're both Eagles again. I mean, I know you want McDuffie, but I really want Lloyd. What do we, what do I gotta do? What is the people actually doing there? All right, best two out of three. Yes. One, two, three, shoot. Yeah. One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Ah. One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Ah, yes. damn it. Yes, McDuffie it is. McDuffie it is. Son of a bitch. The fairest way to settle it. Big Rocks is right here and there. All right. Uh, you are odd, so you have. Okay. So I have. You six. Six. So are you going to go with the quarterback? Now that the, the two of the main top guys are gone, do you want Ritter? Yes, Ritter would be the quarterback I would take. And I think that's what I'm going to do. The okay. Saints need to take So, Pittsburgh, I personally think uh, they obviously really wanted a uh, quarterback. There's no safety, there's no real corner I would take. 
Uh, I'm going to go Zion Johnson. They need an interior line as well. I think Johnson should be the pick. All right, you're up with uh, Patriots. Yeah. Uh, it hurts my soul. All right, uh, I got to go Olave here. They need a wide receiver bad. All right, uh, Cardinals. All right, Cardinals. Um, yeah. What are some of the names that are available? Uh, Wyatt's a nice choice. I think they're on. Not, not a terrible need, but. Right. I think it's just a, a case of take. Well, I mean, you can maybe make your quarterback happy by getting yourself some offensive tackle. Okay. So, yeah, I think I'll go back. Okay. All right, uh, Dallas is up for me. They need edge, safety, wide receiver. Uh, I think they go. Uh, actually, I think they're going to go Daxon Hill. Okay. Well, let's go Daxon Hill. You're up, Buffalo. Well, now I have Wyatt available for me. I think I'm going to go Wyatt. Okay. Uh, I am going to go with Traylon Burks here. Okay. I like it. Tampa for you? Uh, Tampa. Oh, that's. Yeah, it's got to be Booth. Booth, okay. Green Bay back again. I'm going to go uh, Boye Mafe. Okay. Need an edge. <laughs> All right, Kansas City. All right, so let's see. Who's available? Jahan Dodson is available. Jacoby Dan is available. I do think one of these picks are going to kind of go off the wall. Some people don't expect. That's why I'll hold it for you. Okay. All right, I'll take their other one, and I will go uh, uh, Elam. As they need uh, that. All right, you're up. Uh, this could be a case where I just think they gotta keep. They gotta keep. They gotta keep. So I'm gonna go Kenyon. Yeah. yeah, they've certainly invested in quite a bit of uh, offensive line this year. Uh, all right, and uh, we're out to Detroit. They already grabbed uh, quarterback number two. Uh, I think they can. Uh, you know, they could go a multitude of ways. And uh, uh, I think uh, I think they're gonna go Dotson. Okay. Get a wide receiver. All right, you're up, Jacksonville. Uh, you're up, Jacksonville again. You've got you This has got to be. Where's the best outlet to tackle? Raymond. Who's that? Raymond. Raymond? Yeah, that's what Okay. I'm up Detroit again. <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to go uh, Lewis C. Jets? The New York Jets. Um, yeah, Kyler Gordon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Giants. Uh, I'm going to go Lindenbaum. Yeah, I think it's a good 
Houston? Uh, Houston. I'll go Jamba. Okay. Jets. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with uh, Sky Moore. Yeah. Chicago Bears. Um, is Bruce Hall really that guy? I mean, it's not a media need. No, I go Jaquan Bruce Hall. All right, I'll continue. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Howell here for uh, quarterback. And then, uh, okay. uh, we had talked about him earlier as the fifth best uh, defensive uh, end edge player to take uh, the defensive end from Penn State. Uh, Colts, finally on the board. Uh, they have a lot of needs, but I think Christian Watson could be nice for Matt Ryan. Uh, speaking of Matt Ryan, his old team, Atlanta, really could use an edge or a quarterback. Uh, I actually think they're going to go Matt Corral. Uh, some of you does not need a quarterback. Uh, Cleveland, uh, they're on the board for the first time. Uh, and I think they go Travis Jones, interior defensive lineman, to tackle. Uh, let's see. Uh, Baltimore, really could use a corner or an interior offensive line, interior defensive line. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think they should go uh, Tariq Woolen out of uh, University of Tennessee State. Uh, let's see, Minnesota. Minnesota definitely needs a safety. They're going to go pitcher. Oh, brother. All right, Washington. They're going to take Pickens here. They're number one need, and they need somebody to complement with um, – Oh man, I'm blanking on his name. Yep, I got. I don't got it. All right, uh, <laughs> Chicago. Uh, let's see. Uh, they needed a, a definite offensive tackle, so let's go there. Uh, so did the Saints, but unfortunately, just took one. I'm going to go uh, Winfrey here. Uh, let's see, Kansas City. All right, so where are we at? Uh, I'm going to go with Brees Hall. All right, we're up the Eagles. Perfect. Perfect. Here we go. All right, so we got ourselves a corner. We got ourselves a wide receiver. Uh, I'm still going to pound the table for a linebacker, Christian Harris, personally. All right. Yeah. I can use with it. Yeah. Okay. Well, shit. We just got ourselves a linebacker. Uh, people fighting. Yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> All right. Pittsburgh is up. They still need a quarterback. Are there any left? Yeah, Pell. Who else you go back? Oh, I. 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 Uh, strong. strong. Yeah, it's all way too early for him. A lot of quarterbacks yeah, went, unfortunately. It's a position, too. I think the position just gets naturally overdrafted. Yeah. 
you know, while we're deciding this, um, looking at my mock draft, um, I know obviously aside from say the tight end and the running back that I have going in this round, anybody else that stand out as overdrafted or like notable names left off? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like oh, Lamar Van Neal would be good here. Yeah. All right, Green Bay, uh, they got an edge. They got a wide receiver. They could use an offensive tackle, an interior defensive lineman, linebacker. I think they're going to go Quay Walker linebacker. Yeah. All right, Patriots, they got their my linebacker. Uh, I think Tyler Smith fits with their need right here. Offensive uh, interior offensive lineman. Oh, yeah, Tyler Smith, yeah, that's a good he just screams like he just screams like he I think Roger McCreary would be here to get their number one need. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Do we even have to say this team's name? Nope. Uh, we'll go with this guy. Sure. It's a need. Uh, Alright, so they didn't get running back, but they'll get Kenneth Walker in the second. Hey, I think that's a great... I like Kenneth Walker a lot. I did too. Like, I think he's been kind of underplayed in this draft. Uh, they need a linebacker. I'm going to go Leo Chanel from uh, Wisconsin. Uh, uh, I think we go Trey McBride. Give Aaron Rodgers another, another weapon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they need interior offensive linemen. This guy's sitting right here from Georgia, Sailor. Oh yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense for them. All right, and I think I think they're gonna go follow back to back and go uh, go uh, Parham as they have a big need in interior offensive line too. All right, uh, we still need to get Kansas City wide receiver. I think it's between David Bell and Nechi. What do you think? I love that. All right, let's see it is. All right. Uh, corner, safety, tight end. Isaiah Likely, your boy. It's your boy, Likely. Likely sword. All right, I think Logan Hall uh, is a big need for them at edge. Denver coming on there first, and it's the end of round two. Uh, really should have only done two uh, rounds here. As, uh, I mean, we can cancel this out, right? I mean, I guess we could, but uh, let's do it. We got it. Um, Jacksonville. Okay, so we got the we got a defensive lineman for him. We got an offensive lineman for him. Um, I mean, maybe get a, a receiver for the Jacks. Maybe. Yeah, it's a need. Same with the linebacker, safety, interior defensive line. Just team overall. Uh, any cool names stand out? This is where, like, you get down, like, when we're doing these mocks, like, this is where it's fun to say, yeah, okay, like, anybody, like, I'm taking Isaiah Likely last round. All right, well, why don't they replace um, uh, Mac, uh, Miles Jack and got Chad Moomer. Okay. Yeah. All right, Edge, clearly a big need for them. Let's go with Pascal from Kentucky. Giants, uh, they've hit on a lot of their needs so far in this draft. Yeah, we, I'm really disappointed in us. This is a division rival, and we pretty much checked all their buttons. They should probably give us a call to yeah. see if we can help out. I think linebacker would be the next logical uh, top uh, choice here. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
They could use a wide receiver. They could use a running back. Why don't they go Isaiah Speller? Okay. Jets, offensive tackle. There's this guy from Iowa State. Ranked number 74. Uh, they yeah, like still you said, we clearly should have done just two rounds. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This is probably really compelling. I know the live audience is just eating this up. I know, right? Uh, sorry, let's let's run through this as quickly as we can. Uh, there we go. Uh, edge. Do we have an edge? Yeah, we have an edge. Bonito. Do we have another edge? Yeah, we have He's Sam Williams. We have a corner. Now we have a linebacker. We definitely need another pitcher. Oh, oh, yeah, let me go with uh, Taylor from Tennessee. I actually really like him. Uh, Ingram from... Uh... Wow, that was, that was loud. <laughs> Nobody can? What do you mean? Because it's so loud in there? We need to change it, right? No, that's what I did. Check the phone. I'm like, oh, we're using Eric's. I said, they've been testing it since 5:30. Yeah. Yeah, we tested it a lot, guys. Can you, so you check yeah, it? Can check all right. Well, that's all. We, that's all we need. Oh, well then. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Look. Hey yo. That's it. It's not good. Did nobody else pay? Right. Yeah, no. Okay, that's nice. Okay. Who? That's fine. Because he, he paid a lot less. Oh, did he? Yeah. All right, well then, what else? Okay, cool. Okay, so they'll be here for the end. Are you guys taking a break? Uh, yeah, this is yeah we're, we're wrapping things up here. What? We're going to wrap things up here. What time is it? Uh, yeah. Almost 9 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Sometimes that happens, right? Yeah. Uh, you, you guys got all taken behind the curtain there for like a little meeting. These things happen. We have to have these conversations. You do? I'm literally just running through this as quickly as possible. Say, uh, where are we at here? <laughs> we're almost done. I swear to God. Man, well, maybe we should be telling the audience who we're making. I'm just running through it. <laughs> All right. Well, look, guys, you get the point. Um, and this is usually what happens on Saturday. As much as I love it. Again, you and I love this. There comes a point on Saturday where I almost kind of tune out a little and then I get disappointed when I check back in and I realize there's only an hour left of this thing. And like, this is the last real big football stuff that happens until we get the training camp. Because, I mean, obviously we get the, the second wave of free agency. Right. But that's not the same as the first wave. And the excitement level is not the same. And so, then, so really, it's like this is when I start to get in. And then, like, a lot of times it's happened to me where I go and I look at my countdown. How much longer to that first game? And that's when it really hits me. Oh my God, this is going to take forever. Yeah, I feel like the after draft lull is a little, it's a little rough sometimes, for yeah. sure. 
And I know me and, and one of the guys from work, we always talk about, man, this day should be canceled. This day, you know, like, I have no interest in this day. And that tends to be, and then, like, after the draft, it's sort of like, okay, look, at, I have no interest in any days until we get to September. Yeah, all right, Eagles. Okay, Eagles, who, who's on the board here? Oh, we got a tight end. We got a wide receiver. Which we already got. We have a well, linebacker, I mean, which we already we, got. We, we just moved J.J. Arcega-Whiteside to tight end. I mean, I would take Jelani Woods, personally. Okay. All right. Done. Done. All right. We are, we are running out of this quick. I am just trying to... Uh, let's give another one or two. Oh, there we go. The Rams are finally here. Hi, hi, Rams. Welcome, yeah, to, the yeah, party. welcome to the party. Right? F those picks, huh? Yep. All right, finally, we're done. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's look at the Eagles. I was going to say, can we look at each team? We can. I don't believe we can. No. So the Eagles went and selected Jameson Williams, Trent McDuffie, and let's see, in the fifth, we got Christian Harris, and in the fourth, we got. Jelani Woods. So we got a wide receiver, we got a tight end, we got a linebacker, and then we got a point. I think those are four really good needs that we, we took care of and you know got the birds on the right on the right path. So Yeah, I think they we we knocked that out of the park. We did. Alright. So let's wrap up. Right now. What are we thinking? If you had to bet all your money, what position are we taking in the first two picks? I look at what are our top needs, and then I look at what are our top needs. You and your friggin' pillars. Look, I wanted this to be my team. Yeah, clearly. Um, I'd say our two biggest positions we need to have in the four pillars are edge pass rusher. No, we're not doing that. And wide receiver. So I'll say, I'll say we're going edge wide receiver and edge rusher. So you're saying somebody like a Jermaine Johnson, a Kaloftis. And a Jameson Williams, uh, Olave, uh, Burks, somebody in that range. Yes. I will say, um, if I had to put money, I say they take somebody like Devontae Wyatt or Jordan Davis. And I say they also take a wide receiver. Yeah. I gotta be honest, I would absolutely love this scenario and I know you would too where we get, say, a linebacker an edge pass rusher. Because the theme I started off, our first offseason roundtable with after I destroyed an alcoholic beverage and committed a terrible party foul. Horrible foul. Yeah. And I will completely own the fact that that was here. But the theme I said, and I, I want to go back to the stage, make football violent again. You've said that a few times. I want that so bad. So, yeah, I think dream scenario has to be corner or safety and linebacker. Yeah. And I, I think I'll carry that on to all three picks. Corner, safety, linebacker. Yeah. yeah. And I would just, I, I just love that whenever, like, 
because teams always come up with their whole idea, okay, we want to run these kind of bubble screens, we want to create misdirection. I love that guy who is just that bowling ball who comes I am the fly in your ointment. I am the guy who's going to just break up everything that you hold dear to you. And that's, that's what I want. I, I want that guy who is willing to just lay somebody out yeah. who makes the ball violent. All right. And I think your boy, Devin Lloyd, would do a whole heck of a lot. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I would love it. I would love it. So, all right, folks. Well, we are uh, wrapping up now. We appreciate everybody uh, for checking in, tuning in online. Uh, appreciate everybody uh, from the Painted Lions who checked in. Uh, we appreciate everybody who checked in on uh, Twitch. A few Twitch people, uh, our Facebook friends, and of course, everybody on YouTube on our multiple platforms. I want to give a big shout out to our guys who showed up here. Uh, you know, fresh from China. <laughs> I don't know about that. But. Well, no, but I mean, when he first told us, yeah, I started following you guys. I was stationed in China, and like, well, he was living in China. Visiting, <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, at first, I didn't believe it. Like, I got to be yeah, yeah, it's hard to believe. It's not, it's not a normal. Uh, I'm it. I didn't believe. Not a normal thing to, to like be, you know, accepting. Yeah, and then it was like, oh yeah, I'm working out in China, and I just stumbled on paradise. That's how we bring them in. They stumble upon us. <laughs> Whoops! Nobody, what nobody is this? purposely sees us. Nobody purposely sees us. Uh, but no, seriously, so awesome. yeah, no, I, my, my great appreciate you coming out, buddy. Thank you very much. Uh, and thank you, everybody, from the Berwyn Tavern. Yeah, guys, back here, we love you so much. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, I, hope, I hope that didn't, I hope that didn't get picked up. I hope that didn't get caught. Uh, so thank you not only for everybody who showed up tonight, but the Berwyn Tavern itself, uh, fantastic, fantastic uh, place here. Uh, we love it. Uh, thank you, of course, to the Painted Vines. Thank you, of course, to Six Pack Coverage. Please check them out, sixpackcoverage.com. Uh, you can also check out the paintedlines.com. Uh, and then last but not least, www.la-terrain.com. The official sponsor is La Terrain Watches. Thank you so much. We appreciate uh, you guys. Uh, for everything that you've done for us uh, sponsorship-wise. We also want to give a shout-out to uh, Salvo Brothers uh, for all of their support. Uh, I just had to fill your beer up. Oh, why, why, thank you. I appreciate that. Guys, a toast to football. <laughs> thank you for pouring my beer terribly. I will. Um, I beer is still better than no beer. Slightly, slightly. But anyway, uh, thank you everybody who tuned in uh, via Facebook. And thank you everybody for uh, for giving us love and support. Make sure you like. Make sure you follow. Make sure you share. Uh, not only on Facebook, but we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We are on uh, Twitch. We're on YouTube. Uh, we're on everywhere where you can find podcasts, so give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Spotify, the whole nine. Every little bit really does help. So we appreciate everybody who's done so so far. 
every everything that you've done, we do appreciate. So that's it for us. We're gonna head on out of here and uh, continue the party here. Yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna drink a little beer. We're gonna have a little fun. Maybe eat some food because I'm starving. Uh, and then, hey, listen, if you weren't able to make it out, but you still can, all you can eat specials still apply. Yeah, come on down. So come on down, party with us. Eric's going to uh, buy you a beer at least. Uh, sure. Yeah, why not? So, all right, folks. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. We're going to head on out of here. So for the uh, Philly Sports Alliance, it's roundtable number two. We will come at you later in the offseason for roundtable number three, a little season preview. So. Uh, that's it for us, Eric. Anything to add before we uh, start drinking heavily? Yeah. All right. Fuck Jalen Rager. Okay. Thank you for the crowd. No, it's in. No, it's in. I'm not ending it out. I'm not that good. Wow. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. We're heading out. Appreciate it. All right, and as always, we'll see you uh, next Monday, uh, talking a little bit more about the draft, and then, of course, enjoy your draft night on Thursday. So for the Philly Sports Alliance, I'm Ryan. I'm Eric. Happy football, everybody. Only 138 days to go. It's not bad. We can do that. We can do that, but only five days to the draft. Yeah. So let's, let's start small. Let's, so. yeah, let's stay positive. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. <laughs>